show last night. So after that, and and by the way, yes, I have gone through the show notes very briefly. So yeah, no, that's all right. Yeah, I mean, there's they don't make a lot. They don't make any sense to me, but I've gone through them. <laughs> just no, it's it's just click on the links. Apple's doomed. Major security flaw. Well, yeah. I'll be. I'll be fair. I will be fair. I uh, the the root account debacle. I stole all of those links off Bart because he beat me to it. So I was, normally <laughs> right. I do that on a Saturday, and I was a bit behind. And so when we went on his show, he got all these lovely links about the look, root account things. Like I'll just look, steal them. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> why wouldn't you? Well, they, they're no, all if if you didn't like use them, they'd account. only have been used by him. That means they would have gone to waste. You know, just one person. Yeah. You've got to share these things around a bit. Well, that is true. Um, and the Essential yeah. Apple Show does I mean, not condone, not condemn piracy. Our, that's a good thing with our show. Nobody will ever steal our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly okay, unique. Yeah, we've, unique we've got Nemo and his little uh, iPhone 10 story. Uh, the, there's an iOS 11 uh, security one, which is quite interesting. And then after that, it's just mm-hmm. a little bit uh, of bobs, really. I'm going to start the show by bitching about my phone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. Actually, um, guys, just reading through these stories here, I didn't realise uh, I managed to miss this that Apple actually apologised. Yep. Uh, apologised. Yep. yep. <laughs> well, save it. Save it. Save it for the show. Save it for the show. Don't. Don't. Don't let all your creative juices go because God knows we need as much as we can get. Okay. Oh, don't worry. I have plenty right. today. All right. Well, in that case, then, if everyone's ready, I'm going to press the button. Okay. You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Welcome to the Essential Apple Podcast, a show where we cover the last 7 to 10 days in the world of Apple news, reviews, rumours, roundup, gossip, tech, and, well, basically, anything else that catches our eye. This is the Essential Apple Podcast. Oh, why why are you telling me that everybody's calling me when I know I'm in the call? Hello, everyone. It's the Essential Apple Show on a Sunday. I'm dying. I'm not going to be doing much talking, but thankfully, we've got some guests who will be able to fill the void that I'm going to be leaving because I'm dying. Have, have, have I mentioned that, Emil? So joining us <laughs> is Mr. Gaz Mars from the MyMac podcast. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing very well this afternoon. I'm not dying. Uh, see, look at you showing off there, being all healthy. <laughs> we have big ideas. Look at you. Uh, yeah. And also joining us today from our very own Slack room is Mr. Suffolk Pete. How are you doing today, sir? I'm very well, thank you. Very uh, well. We will. After red wine on the go. Oh, and, uh, damn it. That warm, fuzzy feeling one gets when you've fixed your girlfriend's Windows laptop. Well, no wonder you're drinking if you're having to deal with Windows. Crikey. Uh, eight hours sitting in front of it yesterday, downloading <laughs> updates, etc. But we're back to where we were last week. That, that, that's brilliant, isn't it? That's the one thing you can say about Windows. I spent four hours on it, but at least I'm yeah. back to where I was. That's right. Yeah. Well, I've got a bit of a tale of my own about updating and bomb foolery. So we'll talk about that later. 
because I want to complain about my phone running really, really, really slow. Now, I think I might have a problem, and I'm on about my phone here, not the uh, the actual real-world problems that I go through, is that have you guys ever seen, when you do an update on your phone, update failed, and then trying to reapply updates? I've, I've heard about it. But it's not happened to me. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it's ever actually happened to me, but... No. Uh, well, that happened to me uh, on the eleven one one update, and ever since then, it's so laggy. I mean, you can actually see screen elements, you know, being drawn on the screen. Now, wow. I've only got about ten percent of space left, but surely I shouldn't need much more than that. But it's just unusable, and the battery life is pretty much measured in half a day with like light usage compared to iOS ten. Hmm. Mm. You know, you're the reason that I haven't upgraded to iOS 11 yet. Excellent. Your story's in the Slack room, and I think, you know what? Uh, If it's not broken, don't fix it. No, I I will admit, if I'd have caught... Well, here's a question for you then, uh, for everyone in the room here. In the metaphorical... Sorry, I've been listening to Russell Brand this morning, so I'm being on metaphorical in Wordy. (laughs) If you could go back to iOS 10, would you, Guy? Or is it Gaz? Gaz. (laughs) Gaz. Uh, no i wouldn't there are problems with 11 and i've seen problems but overall for the usage that i've got i wouldn't go back to 10 at this point in time no but but that's not to say i want to slap apple on the wrist and get them to pull the finger out because i i I do feel that we uh we could do with a, a, a slightly slicker updating process at this point in time how do you mean by slicker? What, what, do you, what would you define as? Slicker for me means that you get uh, a process which downloads and updates your phone without you seeing any problems such as you are seeing at this point in time. Now, I, I do have to admit that maybe my phone has had the occasional drop and I got a screen replacement from El Cheapo shop on the high street. So <laughs> I'm sort of... If so, I, so, so now mm. the truth is coming out a little oh, bit. Now. No, I never lied. I just failed to omit yeah. certain relevant key points of information. There's a big difference. <laughs> okay. So that could be the reason. But that I might, might try... It could, be, it could be a contributing factor, couldn't it? Well, I might try doing one of these backup things. I keep hearing all these podcast mm, things go on yeah. and on about and back it up and then just format it. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to do that. Just just format it without doing any backup. You'll be fine. Well, technically yeah. I should be with iCloud, shouldn't I? It should all be grand. Yes, I should be. Actually, you, you should. I should and, and I have done that. I have done that, to be honest. Uh, when when my uh, one of the betas on my phone was playing a bit funny and I wasn't sure if it was the beta or if it was something else. So I did. I just wiped the phone and let it restore from iCloud, and it was fine. The biggest problem with that is it disconnects your watch, and reconnecting your watch is a bit of a pain in the back. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Do you you have to encrypt your backups, don't you? Otherwise, you lose all your data. Uh, oh. Not aware of that. Uh, that's now that's uh, that. If you're doing that on your phone, I think what you're talking about is your health data. Yeah. And you're talking about the backup on into iTunes. You have to make sure that is encrypted because if you don't right. have an encrypted backup to your iTunes um, backup, then you will lose your personal uh, health data. Yes. 
Not that I've got any awards or rings for the last month being noteworthy. In fact, I was shocked the other day that when I was walking up to my local last week, it's like half an hour walk there, half an hour walk back, and I still hadn't closed the ring. <laughs> the, the pressures at this age is like when you can't even well, walk to your pub yeah. to close a ring. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, though, Mark. See, I hadn't even figured out that when I was going to walk to the pub, I could pretend that I'm doing exercise by pressing the thing saying I'm going for an outdoor walk. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. You, yeah, you I, can, yeah. Fine, if I've got I to walk down to the supermarket, that's exercise. Uh, I've heard that you can just put your data in afterwards. However, you know, you just go in and edit your data in, in some of these apps. <laughs> so if you're, you know, that'll make you feel good. I, I, I love your idealistic thinking that you've got access to actually manually add something to the health data for Apple. <laughs> oh, talk, he comes over here with these ideas from his podcast about this utopia where you can access your data and edit it. God. <laughs> I should probably use turn on indoor walk or indoor exercise or something when I go around the supermarket. It takes me an hour. I'd take a long time going around the supermarket. Absolutely. Me. I could probably get loads of bonus points on the rings for that. Imagine seeing that as a lap, though. I mean, if it, if the GPS worked inside a supermarket, that would be awesome. You could see just how much backwards and forwards you go. Like, oh, I'll go to the bread. Oh, I'll go over to the meat section. Oh, I forgot to get a pie. <laughs> Are we really talking about shopping on a Apple podcast? Is this is this it? Is this all the content that we've got? We're talking about going supermarket shopping on the Sunday. No, we've got lots and lots of content. Well, um, there, go on. Right. right. Can, uh, I you, can I tell you about my saga with my SSD? Yeah, you, you've you? gone all yeah. fancy on us, haven't you? You're one of these new age hipsters and you've got an SSD, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, for some time, I have had a plan. I saw this, I saw this advertised uh, several months ago and I haven't got round to doing it. And that is, Rather than take out my rather capacious one terabyte hard drive and replace it with, uh, you know, a fairly expensive SSD, I thought, well, I I like the idea of an SSD, but I I can't really afford to buy a 500 gig or whatever. So I I found this uh, online on Amazon, I think, but uh, you can buy a, a caddy, you put your SSD in, and put it in the place where the DVD drive goes, if mm-hmm. you have yeah. a, a certain vintage. So I thought that sounds like a good idea. I like that. I can. I managed to uh, find a 275 gigabyte uh, SSD for about seventy nine pounds, and mm-hmm. uh, the, the kit, the kit is uh, twenty pounds. And basically, it's a, a DVD drive shaped caddy and you you put in either a hard drive or in this case ssd so i uh i thought well christmas is coming so i said to my wife you know you can buy me an early christmas present and i'll have this ssd and kit that I, i've been waiting for and we'll we'll put it in so it arrived and barely obviously we said right well i'll turn the turn the mac off take the bottom off and I'll on my phone. I'll get a video that shows you how to do it. So did all that, and in in the video, the the bloke doing the video suggests that you take your original hard drive and put that in the CAD and put that in the DVD and put the SSD in the main hard drive bay. 
I thought, well, that seems like a reasonable thing to do. So yeah. that's why. And then I put all the Mac back together. And then when I turned it on, it couldn't see either drive. Right. Couldn't okay. see any drives at all, which was like, ah, what? So I had to take the Mac all the way apart again. And I decided to put the SSD in the DVD caddy and put it in where I was going to put it in the first place and put the HDD back in the HDD bay. And and then it rebooted and it was fine. So there's a bit of advice. Don't listen to the bloke on the video <laughs> who tells you it's better to put the, H- the SSD in the HDD bay. Didn't work. Well, not for me anyway. Simon, so what, what what interface? Sorry to interrupt. What um, interface does the DVD drive use in your... Uh, they're both SATA. Oh, they're both SATA. Both SATA. Okay. Yeah. Now, unless one of them SATA, but they appear to have the same plug, unless one's SATA 2, one's SATA 3, I don't know. But anyway... Whatever it was, it wouldn't work. So I had okay. to take it apart and put it together the way I was going to do it in the first place. See, should have stuck with the courage of my own convictions. Um, and then I had the joy of figuring out, right, I've got to do a carbon copy clone. And because I wanted to use APFS, I needed to get carbon copy clone of five because my four mm-hmm. won't do, uh, Well, it will clone onto an APFS drive, but it won't make it boot. So... Uh, then I had to figure out what things I wanted to exclude because obviously I've got one ter- one terabyte drive and only a 275 SD. And uh, at the moment, it's uh, sort of working, but I've got to do some shenanigans with SIM links because I want my I want to keep my applications on the on the big hard drive because I've got right. a lot. Yeah, and I don't want to fill the SSD. Yeah. So has anyone um, else done that I- then? Because uh- Sorry to again, sorry to interrupt there, Simon. I've always sort of looked at that about getting an SSD just purely to do that and then uh, shoving all my apps um onto it. What yeah. what's the process? I'm I've I've heard of Simlinks many, many years ago when I was doing a hackintosh uh and I wanted to get uh Left for Dead 2 running. So when you've set up your Simlinks, how are you doing that? Uh okay, well I haven't finished at the moment, but what I did was uh I I cloned across the, obviously, the system, the library, the user folder, but I did not put my user account. I only copied my admin account because my user account's got a lot of stuff in it. And I, I cloned across the applications folder, but with no applications in it, just the, the uh, dot file. So that when I rebooted from my SSD, I've got an applications folder, but it's empty. And then you have to use your, you use the terminal and there's a command. Uh, got it, still got it up there. I probably have. Uh, oh, I haven't. It was, I was in the other account. Anyway, there's a fairly simple command, which basically says, uh, link this file to uh, this target, which is it's like a it's very much like an alias, but it mm. works much lower down in the system. So now uh, my SSD has an applications folder which contains actually nothing, but if you double click it, inside it contains uh, an alias which takes you to the real all the real applications which means i can keep all my hundreds of gig of applications um 
And for my user account, you have to go into the control panel, uh, system preferences, go to users and groups. And this is one I didn't know, but I found this out online. You right click on your user account and there's some advanced options. And there you can tell it where where you want your user uh, directory to actually be. So I pointed that back to the one on the on the hard drive. So um, I've still got some more shenanigans to do to get it all how I want. But uh, so far, I am actually running from the SSD as we. I was a bit sweaty because I was running out of time, and <laughs> <laughs> the clone was kind of yeah. grinding along. And you know, I was like, "Oh, quick, quick, hurry up!" Because the idea of doing a podcast with a clone running in the background did not appeal to me. Awesome. So there we go. But it has appeared after a bit of far more shenanigans than I probably wanted. It is working. So that was probably a hundred pounds well spent. Hmm. Good. Yeah. And did did you think about doing a uh, hybrid drive? I've done that on a couple of uh, Macs a few years ago. Um, no, I didn't. To be honest, I thought what I want to do is put my applications on the and data on a big drive and hmm. the SSD um, reasonably clear. Now, yeah. in the future, I might decide if I can if I can get the size to a sensible amount, I might move my user account to the SSD and only yeah. have data and things. But at the moment, it kind of went, you don't have enough room to do that. That's probably because I've got a load of virtual machines and, and um, right. cloud think, share drives think, in my think user that would account. Be the, I think that would be the safer option longer term. Hmm. Yes. I think what I need to do is to put the user account on the SSD yeah. and um, – if I'm going to sim link anything, what I need to do is take all my all my things like my Dropbox and my Mega yeah. and my OneDrive and my virtual machines and things which contain quite a lot of data, and I mm. put I put those on the hard drive and uh, point point to those. But, keep, but, I, but yeah, I'd like to get my actual user account on the SSD yeah. because it's going to improve the performance no end. Yes, but but the way. Apple are going at the moment and the fact that actually I'm a little bit concerned because I'm running um, High Sierra and I've got an iMac with a Fusion Drive mm-hmm. and I'm hearing lots of oohs and ahs about Fusion Drives not working well with High Sierra. So if you, what are you running at the moment? I'm on the High Sierra beta. Right. Um, I'm on, I've been on the betas since the start. I'm on, I don't know, 13.2 beta 6 or something. Um, well, if you, get any, if, you get, if you get any anomalies running between a, um, an SSD and some uh, a hard drive in the background, although yours is a slightly different setup to obviously a Fusion drive, but if you get any anomalies, then let me say this, don't be surprised. Hmm. No, no. Um, of course, one of the biggest things is that uh, fusion drives still really don't like APFS, do they? No. You should no. not. You should not apply. In fact, for all the hooting and hollering about APFS, unless you've got an SSD, you sh- basically shouldn't use it. Stay well away from it. Yeah. You can, ah. you can format things with APFS, but they will often give you grief. That might Non-SSD, explain... Says. I mean, I will admit my 2015, sorry, my 2012 Mac server, sometimes it's just running like an absolute dog. So, yes, um, 
I, I just wish, in a way, the price of Thunderbolt enclosures were a little bit cheaper. And I know it's an easy thing to say about all Apple products, but I'd love to get an SSD and just run it off a Thunderbolt just so I could, A, just well, get up and running. Yeah, well, wasn't that the idea of the, you know, the, the um, Ashtray Mac? Yes. Mac Pro. I mean, basically, they, yeah, the you know, they just had loads of S, uh, um, Thunderbolt uh, links at the back, and they said, you know, that's that's your modular setup. You just stick everything using. But as you as you say, the cost of Thunderbolt um, caddies mm. are just too expensive for yeah. anybody to have gone yeah. down that route. Yeah, I actually did that um, with a Mac Mini a few years ago. I um, put an SSD in a Thunderbolt caddy, and then because I I was nervous about opening up the Mac Mini, and uh, I ran for about three or four months booting off of this uh, um, SSD on uh, over a Thunderbolt. And it worked well for a while, but after about four months, it started to go flaky. So then I um, actually took apart the Mac Mini and put the SSD inside it um, and then got the um, – there's a little um, uh, kit you can get that allows you to put two drives inside on one. And uh, that's what I did. I had two drives. I had a small SSD, about 256 gig, and then a one terabyte rotational drive. Um, yeah, and, and that worked well. the same as I've done. Yeah. yeah. Basically what I've done, yeah. Mm. Yeah, because, you know, there, there was lots of things about, oh, get an SSD, you know, and that's really easy, and that really mm. is an easy swap um, to do. But it's like, yeah, but I barely use my DVD drive these yeah. days. You know, I mean, it's a yes. dead well, I mean, yeah. I, when I bought this machine, I had the option, you know, to have a Retina or to have the MacBook Pro with the DVD drive. Now, yeah. when I bought this in 2012, uh, this was the last of the line, and the Retina was the first, the new ones. And it's like yeah. I think I'll stick with the tried and true. And yes. and of course, at that time, I was still using DVDs to to um, shift data sometimes. Yes. But now it's basically totally redundant. And oh, the other thing is the kit that I bought which is £20, hmm. um, comes with an enclosure for the DVD drive you take out. All right, yeah. And a cool. very a very, ple- a very pleasant uh, satin uh, aluminium look. I don't think it's really satin aluminium. It's probably plastic. But it matches the MacBook Pro uh, perfectly. And it's just a, a very simple square uh, enclosure. So yeah, you take nice your one. DVD drive, which you've taken out, and included in the price oh and it comes with the tools you want as well this yeah. 20 pound comes with a nice screwdriver with uh, the, the various bits and a mm-hmm. spudger and all the bits and uh yeah so the dvd drive you know i'm no i'm not dvd driverless should i require one i can plug in this external so overall um other than the shenanigans with with it not wanting to work originally uh it's been it's been very good speaking of plugs where did you get it from so i can do a gratuitous plug for hopefully amazon of course i bought it from amazon mark did you use our affiliate link of course course i used the affiliate link i also made my wife use the affiliate link for all the money she spent for christmas so you know you should be getting quite a substantial input oh i hope so because it's like every month it's been going Ah, oh, you haven't accredited enough yet. Oh, bugger. Well, well, at, um, at least at least there was a bit of good news. Like if you'd had a problem, this is going to be seamless. Wait for this one, chaps. If you had a problem and you had to get in via the back door to get system access, at least you would have been able to use the root workaround that was going on this week. 
<laughs> hey, do you like that? Oh, seamless. Of, yeah. seamless. Seamless. Exactly. Seamless. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, no, well, no seams on that join at all. I mean, no. how long do we think it was there before um, it was discovered? Oh, some people say years, um, don't they? No. Um, it's not years. It's not years because uh, Sierra doesn't suffer from it. It's no. definitely a high Sierra problem. Yes. Mm. Um, and if he, John Gruber on Daring Fireball uh, says that the high Sierra route login was first mentioned two weeks ago. And then if you follow the thread that he points to uh, in the support, possibly far earlier than that, it's quite possible it would appear that that root login bug has been there since High Sierra Beta first launched and nobody saw it. And the mm. few people who did see it didn't say anything about it much. And another seamless link here is that before the show, Pete, you said you've seen something that you hadn't seen before in the form of an apology from Apple. Well, yeah. Um, anyone who's been following Apple... Uh... For any amount of time, we'll know that Apple never say anything, let alone apologise for anything. But they've actually apologised for the uh, Mac root access flaw. We greatly regret this error and apologise to all Mac users. Yeah, yeah. Well, so they should, it. to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, they did apologise for the maps, didn't they? But I thought that was out of proportion, really. I that, mm. that you know that just seemed to be more about public perception than a real problem. But yeah. um, yes. They pushed this out only the second time ever as a forced, uh, you know, update and uh, close to the hole. But even that's been a bit of a debacle because some people <laughs> found that their some people found that their file sharing stopped working properly <laughs> after they applied the patch. Oh, some lovely. people who hadn't some people who hadn't updated to thirteen point one, uh, which is slightly foolish of them, I admit. But they applied the patch, then decided to update to thirteen point one only to find that that had uh, brought the bug back again and they had to re- reapply the back. And uh, also as well, this week the, there was a problem apparently with iOS 11 and December the 2nd. Uh, I've no idea what that was about, but apparently lots of people were having weird springboard crashes. Yeah, I think uh, there were some, there were some like, apps that were basically running all of your memory and then basically crashing to springboard. So uh, they've not had a good week, have they? No, no, it's not been a particularly, um, not particularly good. It's a bit of a balls up. Really. <laughs> yeah. A bit of a balls up. Yeah. Yeah. But I know, I know <laughs> their, their share price um, has only dropped by um, just less than half a percent on this week. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, I, it would appear, I mean, because once it became, once it broke, you know, they rushed out a patch in, you know, 24 hours or something, which was laudable, except it then appeared that actually the law had been there for way longer than that. And it, surely they should have spotted it. But there you go. Problem. Yeah, problem I think problem. I think I think the QA process uh, at Apple needs uh, severely looking at. I don't know if you heard us uh, on our show a few weeks ago talking about Bendgate and not the Bendgate, yes. not the Bendgate yes. that you're thinking on phones, but bending um, extended keyboards, the ones the uh, the wireless keyboards with the numpad on them. 
uh go and take a look at some of the reviews on the apple site for that <laughs> i mean just... I've, I've got one of i've got one of those at work i haven't actually noticed that it's not in true i'll have to go and have a look but well i don't yeah I, that's the thing I, I don't know on how many it's been happening so but uh, you know put put all these together all i can say is apple sort your qa out and then come back when we're you know we'll be a bit happier Maybe. then i think yeah perhaps perhaps you know perhaps the whole um home pod delayed until early next year uh <laughs> you know maybe there's a little bit of yeah perhaps we ought to really 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 make sure this works properly <laughs> before we let it out uh red face egg egg on face time let's yeah. you know no. has, has anyone perhaps got any hope for the home pod is anyone actually even remotely excited about it because i'm looking no. at my no. sonos and i'm going you know what? It's a speaker. It turns on, it turns off, and it works. And again, I don't know if it's been because of my phone or my watch, but Siri has been dumb as a stick re- recently. <laughs> I, I must admit, I don't even use Siri. Um, oh, I so, hardly use Siri at yeah, all. So the, yeah, that, I, I just disable it. The, on, weird on thing is, the weird thing is, people with the ear pods... You know the the wireless ones, mm. ones that dangle down. They all say that it, Siri makes them just a brilliant piece. Um, you know, a, a brilliant accessory to your whole ecosphere of owning mm. a Mac and iOS. But but then you hear, and I've got the same issue. Whenever I speak to Siri, basically, I just I, it takes me about two or three goes before I go. Well, I won't be trying that for another six months. Yeah. It, it's sort of like you wish it would work so hard to so give it. Oh, it's 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 almost like a perpetual give it the benefit of the doubt app. Yeah. It's like one day yeah. it's gonna work because yeah. uh, like some days I can rattle off text after text after text and it will be flawless and it's really really good and I love those moments. Other days it's going. Uh, would you like a cup of tea? Ding ding. I'm going to kill myself. It's like Siri. What are you doing? <laughs> It, uh, it it's the inconsistency that gets me, and it also. Uh, uh, I was I was going to go into my thing about. Uh, for, no, I'll save that for after Nemo's hardware because I've been doing some actual re- research and uh, reviewing this week. We're not going into Nemo's hardware now, Nemo's by the way. Hardware? I don't know. Have we, I haven't got an, I haven't got anything from Nemo for this week. Oh well, we can probably upload some of his soulful jazz. <laughs> because he's he's doing jazz DJing. So I think that might have some. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on. Jazz DJing. If there was ever one bit of music that would not ever be DJed, it would be jazz. (laughs) (laughs) Remind me to get the audio clip from the fast show of jazz. Nice. I'm just going to say jazz. Smooth. Cool. Right. Uh, what else have we got here? Then? Let's not, let's not mock. Anyway, no, there is no hit Nemo's hardware store this week. Sorry. Oh, so we're going to have to do it. It's a one-shot show then, champs. We can be done in 20 minutes. Right, what do we got next? Nothing. I'm out of here. Bye. <laughs> um, right. Um, what, what, what right. other stories we got here then? There's an interesting piece here, um, which I picked up on WCCF Tech. Uh, iOS 11 takes a huge leap, trading the OS security for user convenience. Uh, Here we say, in previous iOS iterations, uh, even if anyone did know your passcode, they could not get access to your sensitive data stored in in the keychain. With iOS 11, it is different. Anyone who musters up to have your passcode 
uh, can get their hands on the sensitive information. If somebody wishes to access the private data from an iPhone, they have to accomplish two things. They must have the passcode to unlock the device and the password used for the encrypted uh, backup. The keychain data is encrypted and hence secured. The password used to create the encrypted data remained the same, irrespective of the PC that used was used to create the data. Right. Uh, Doesn't that come back to the whole QA thing again? That seems like a well, bit no, of an obvious no, this is This is different because yeah. um, what they're saying now is that you can get in if you've got if you've got the passcode, you can make a new encrypted backup and reset the password and thus get access to it. Now, uh, it says it, Apple has documented this process, so it may not be regarded as a bug or an exploit. It is more of a deliberate approach. There are two sides, the security and the convenience for the end user. It seems that the company went with the latter, probably believing that anyone with a passcode has complete and legitimate access to the device. Yeah, so, that's what um, I was, I was going to point out here. You, you cannot get access to the encrypted backup personal information, but if you've got hands on the device, then you're likely to be able to get hold of it. And what they're thinking is if you've got the device, then you've got a reason for having the device. Now, well, what they've got is now mm. is if the way they've done it now in iOS 11 basically is if you forget the password to your encrypted backup, you can do a new backup and reset the password. And and I'll tell you exactly why they've done that. Because so many people are taking a long time between backing up and then thinking, right, they'll they'll do it when they change phones and then they'll come to the the device, they'll come to the iTunes backup and then realise they can't remember the encrypted backup. (laughs) that sounds a lot like me why see what you're saying is then don't bother doing backups because it doesn't matter no no no, 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 (laughs) that's exactly what you've just said no 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 if you do a local backup and you want to keep your personal data that that health data then you've got to do it with an encryption and if you and if you do it with encryption, the next time you do your backup locally, because mo- most people will just do a backup to the cloud. There is a certain sense of irony while we're talking about backups that my <laughs> iCloud account won't let me log in, and I'm putting the, <laughs> and I'm putting the right username and password in, and right. it's not letting me in. Yeah, Mark, Mark, if you re- if you remember, I had a problem with that some time ago. And I had to speak to Apple support who were very helpful and somehow. Oh, no, don't make me call somewhere, Apple support. I've, I've only got about another no, 30 years to live. Because somehow, <laughs> somewhere, um, the email address, which was, uh, you know, tied to my Apple ID, had got mangled so that no. it, it, it wasn't, it wouldn't work. So I had to contact Apple support who who will just tell me to format format the machine and make sure it's clean to see if there's a problem then i get put on hold for 45 minutes to get through it to a senior technical person they were very helpful and basically they had to reset the email on their end and then help me to log in and then the problem was solved i think i'd rather format all of my gear and just start again and have to call apple support again 
<laughs> yeah, but if you can't get into your Apple ID, then you'd have to create a whole new Apple ID, which is a total pain in the... Well, I've got one, and for a while I was running two Apple IDs. Um, yeah, well, that's part of your problem, isn't oh, it? Dear. That's part of your yeah, problem. Yeah, I, I thought I was being clever, and it, I could it, it, nicely migrate from gmail.com to iCloud.com. And, oh, uh, no, 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 no. I have two Apple IDs, but I use them completely separately, one for iCloud and one for my App Store and yeah. iTunes. That, yeah, yeah, that, that's what I do. Yeah, well, that brings me on to something else. I don't know if you have noticed, but Apple added the option now that if you are, like I was, uh, had an Apple ID which was tied to a third-party email address, because back in the day, you could not have an Apple ID that didn't wasn't tied to a third-party address. Mm. So mine was a Gmail address. Um and obviously now I basically uh, avoid using Google. Uh, yeah. It's somewhat annoying that my Apple ID is is tied to an old Google address. <laughs> yeah. Can you and, can you not and, can you not change that? Well, you couldn't until recently, and now you can. Ah, right. If you, right. if you yeah. go, you can now migrate um, from a third party address to any other address. Oh. Now, if if you say. Uh, when you go there, it's on the uh, Apple ID management page. When you uh, there's a thing saying at the top, you can now change your Apple ID if you want. Now, if you say I want to change my Apple ID from this third party address, if you want to use an iCloud address, which is what I want to do, it does give you a warning saying if you change to an iCloud address, you will lose the ability to use a third-party address as your Apple ID ever, 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 ever again. Right. Now, so that means if you said, oh, well, I, I, I don't want to, um, you know, I don't want it to be associated with Gmail anymore, but I might want to change it to ProtonMail, you can do that, or you can do what I did and change it to uh, my iCloud address, which means I can no longer use a third-party address. Uh, do be warned if you do that, you will get a lot of weirdness and you will have to sign out and in on mm. every device in sight and re yeah, yeah. your passwords and all sorts of shenanigans. And it will probably follow you around for the best part of a week on different devices saying there's a problem logging into iCloud. Right. But once you get over that, and I mean, it's fair enough because, you know, it can't magically make all your devices aware that you've done it. Um, but once you get over that slight annoyance of constantly being bugged in different places that you need to re-sign into iCloud, it's brilliant. And so now I, my iCloud ID is my Apple ID, and all is all is shiny. <laughs> well, I've just tried this. Uh, so I've gone into the Apple account, and it says uh, change Apple ID, because I'm thinking, what could possibly go wrong? No backups. Sunday <laughs> afternoon, it's coming yeah. up with a message saying uh, unknown error when I'm trying to log into my iCloud account. So I've just gone on to the Apple management page, change Apple ID. Uh, let's type in my iCloud address. And it says, your Apple ID cannot end in at iCloud.com. Right. I've just realised what this podcast is. A load of nonsense out of why no, do people no, listen no, to no, it? No. You'd be right. It's, it's, it's basically an ongoing support call for you, Mark, isn't it? <laughs> and yet it's still better than having to call Apple. Well, I don't, I don't know what I, yeah, My AirPods, I'm sorry, but I'm still bitter about my AirPods. It took me five and a half hours. They would not sink. 
<laughs> and then they got a replacement after I spoke to someone, you know, who's obviously American or Irish. So, all right, what's your problem? Explain it to her. All right, you've had a bit of a hard time. I'll send something in the post to you. Really? But then even then, <laughs> even then, it was still racked with pain because they use UPS and you can't track a UPS parcel unless you've got an account. To sign up for an account, you go to the website, enter your name, address, da-da-da-da-da. Thank you very much for signing up with UPS. We'll send you a letter in the post to confirm your online identity. What? <laughs> Are you absolutely... Because the website wasn't working properly as well at three o'clock in the morning, and this wasn't because I'd been on old Scrumpy and a bit of Thold Thumper. I had like different letters come, I had three letters come through, and it's like, well, that code doesn't work, that code doesn't work, that code doesn't work. Oh, I'm tired and I'm grumpy and I need cake. You don't have a lot of luck, do you, Mark? Oh, at least it's consistent. <laughs> consistently <laughs> Consistently uh, yeah. Yes. So, uh, so I can't use an iCloud address then. So we've just spent that entire segment talking about something that I can't do. <laughs> you should be able to. It's because you've messed your iCloud account. Up, I'll tell you, you now if you... Right. Man, shift four. <laughs> no. Right. You watching the show, t- you watching the show art. In fact, I'll even try and post this in our chat thingy. Hang on. Let's see how good I am today. Somebody feel for a second. Uh, right. Well, shall we have a, shall we have a shall we have a good story? Shall we have a story yes. about how the iPhone, you know, saved the day? Well, can, can uh, I just say? Okay. Can I just say all of those issues that we've had in the past? It, it's been good that Apple one have responded so quickly. Um, yes, they shouldn't have had the. <laughs> issues in the first place but you do get quick updates and the other good thing about that mac issue that um everybody was jumping up and down about at least it wasn't accessible over the web now there was some v uh, vpn in that you could do uh, and uh, get access but generally it was an easy fix and i've heard people talking about this oh mac's now having a virus mm. yeah yeah hello oh we've got yeah. a virus hello. Woohoo! hello you're not yes a virus yeah just the one like but it's not a virus, of course. So uh, I, I think, you know, slap on a big slap on the wrist for Apple. Um, but actually, they've responded pretty well so far. So let's let's hope the uh, that journey continues. But uh, they do need to sort their QA out. Anyway, good story time, I think. And, and and let's not forget, you know, this is the company at Apple that can never do any right. I mean, what do they do? Has anyone yeah. seen yet, actually, someone do a drop test of the iPhone X? Because there's going to be some plonk out there is going to go, hi, I'm really rich. I live in China. Here's a really expensive house and my expensive car. I can afford to smash up a phone that you could probably never own. But here's some YouTube hips for me. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I've sure heard that it, um, yeah, the screen cracked. So, I mean, I've read several stories saying that uh, the screen cracked when you drop it on its edge, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, it's not I a glass. Still... <laughs> I still cannot forget Scratchgate. Scratchgate where some... Oh, yes. I fix it. Uh, they had a woman and their daughter on there. And they go, oh, my God, the new iPhone. I can't believe it. Watch what happens when my daughter has my car keys and tries to scratch the back of a metal case. <laughs> this is obviously yeah. someone who's never had their car keyed or something like that. It's like, oh my god, how did that happen? Metal on metal will cause damage. Cheese. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like cheese. <laughs> I can't have cheese as well because of all my problems as well. I can't oh, have dairy, dairy, so thanks for that. Oh, Mark, can I just ask a question? Can I ask a question? Have you not got another uh 
an email account that you could try. Uh, yes, let's give it a go, shall we? Um, right. This is going to make for riveting radio. I mean, it, is, it is giving you a fairly obvious statement. Your Apple ID cannot end in at. Oh, uh, no, apparently point. I can't use my other address, which I will not give out on here. No. Because no. if I... Hold on, let me... Uh, we'll go live to the floor. <laughs> if you're going to your... Um, oh, no... Well, have I just logged? Crips logged me out now as well. Why am I even bothering? <laughs> I'd love, uh, do you know, I'd love to have a camera over your shoulder watching what you're doing. <laughs> I'm going to live stream. The Christmas special is just going to be me doing a live stream. <laughs> it would just be me trying to set up the podcast, let alone living anything else. I mean, I'm surprised for the last four weeks I've had a same board, but I've had no clips to play. Yeah, it does. It does well, seem to be refusing right. your, your, your act. No, you see that? You see that? Yeah. Now, in my Apple ID, I have no other email address. I'm not using that email address I've sent into the chat room. So Apple's broken. It's doomed. Apple's yeah. broken. Well, can I, can I suggest you just um, apply to the government and get your name changed by deed poll yes. and then just yeah. start a new, uh, a new life? Uh, <laughs> Pete, I, you know what? I wish one day I could be the victim of identity fraud because I would feel so sorry for that guy. <laughs> you know, it, it would be the worst nightmare for I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want, but please have your identity back because I can't cope with it. <laughs> I'd be the only person well, who'd get a letter of apology from identity fraud. Please take it back. <laughs> oh, oh well all i can say mark is that my new you know my icloud id is now my id oh, at mr ladi over there in so yeah, it, got i'm sure it's that. something it is and i did it they just told me if you do that you can't go back that's the only caveat well, I've got another seamless link coming up, so buckle up, people. Now, obviously, as you can tell, it's a little bit stressful with all this, and, you know, your heart rate and your blood pressure comes up, uh, which is good because the FDA has just approved the first Apple Watch EKG band. Yes, they have. Yeah. Is, that, is that all the results I get for doing a seamless link? Well, <laughs> it's almost like you're expecting the bare minimum from me. Well, well you know, we were going to have to about... <laughs> Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, then there's a subscription, isn't there? A subscription there? of 99. Yeah. Oh, actually, yes. I'm not as excited now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought it was really rather good, actually. Yeah, um, yeah the, I, for me, this is... But Apple doesn't want to do this too much in the phone, do they? They want, they want lots of add-ons because I think this technology is going to be moving forward really quickly over the next few years. Hmm. And they can't, they can't keep adding that sort of stuff into the phone because sorry into the watch because the it, i think it's going to make the old ones so outdated because people are still using some of the early versions and that's that's the thing with a watch it's not quite like a phone is it where you, you know you want to move on to the next one although i suppose there's lots of people using very old phones um but it, the watch can soon become outdated so i think they'd like to have lots of third party additional equipment being able to be used with the current and possibly a few older versions of the the, the watches and the software. I've I've had the alert, by the way, just to further compound my life at the moment. That, seriously, I woke up. I was out um, when I was off a couple have of weeks got, ago. Have you, got a, have you got an Apple Watch, Mark? I have. Yes, you and have, it's it, all, Have you? Are you wearing it at the moment? Uh, no, because it's charging. 
Uh, that's a shame. I was just going to ask you what your heart rate was. I'll go find out in a minute when someone takes over and does a bit of a ramble on the story. Uh, but it was funny. And it was like saying um, at four o'clock at night, my heart rate went up to sort of like 140 beats per minute. I'm thinking, mm. blame it now. That was a lot of exercise just to go for a wee. Mm. I mean, crikey, no wonder I'm feeling a bit down if, you know, going to the bog is blimmin' getting my heart rate up that high. Jesus. Was that in the middle of the night? Uh, about 3, 4 a.m.? Oh, well, I'm not going to follow up with any other questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this is a... So, look at it in the pricing, then. This is a subscription service, did you say, Pete? Yeah, it's um, $99 a year. Uh, yeah, so you buy the um, you buy this uh, strap for $199, and it needs a subscription to a live calls premium service, which costs $99 a year. It's, and they, it, this is a study that they're doing as well, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it looks that way. So, so you're, actually, you're actually paying for a company to do this. Yeah, this yeah that's it. There's also one slight flaw here, is that this is all modern technology, yeah? It's going on about the Apple Watch. Now, if you click on the actual Alive Core page, you scroll down to the bottom, and you've got the Cardio Mobile Carry Pod, or a phone clip, or an iPhone 5, 5S, or SE case. Has anybody not seen a problem with that? Having an iPhone SE case or iPhone 5, 5S SE case on a brand new state of the art bit of technology? Obviously not. That'll just be me then. No, I'm just, uh, try, um, just trying to work out what. I'm scrolling down yeah. looking. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not seeing that. But two, what's, what's the point? <laughs> well, you can't buy the iPhone 5, 5S anymore. So why would no, they have you, you could yeah. buy you could buy on eBay or something like that, couldn't you? Yeah, but so you're going to use like a brand new state of the art bit of technology. You're going to spend yeah, the money probably. for yeah. You, you are right, but it would just be. It doesn't seem that would be the target market that someone is going to pay 199 for the band, 99 pound a year would then go and buy an iPhone five no, or five S off eBay. Um, no, no, true enough. No, no, but the the point is. A lot of people could have that phone who could be their target market. Yeah, yeah but uh, I, I see where you're coming from, but the target market would have to be quite unique to dump you know, £99 in one go. But it, it's like, it's brilliant. Now we're getting uh, health subscriptions now. So you can subscribe to Slack, you can subscribe to all your other apps, and you can subscribe to your heart rate data. <laughs> Oh dear, you're on a real downer today, aren't you, Mark? <laughs> it's one time I wish I had a Nemo's hardware so I could go and get some beer down me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not seeing that. That um... Still trying to log in with my Apple ID as well. <laughs> it's not even... No, you see, I had more respect for Apple ID when it said unknown error, because at least it was giving me an error, but now when I try log in... It's telling you. You can't log in. It's not. No, 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 no. All it does is just empty the box where I put my username and my password. That's all it's doing. It's fed up with you. That's why. I'm not um, surprised. I'd give up so, on me. So back to this device. Actually, um, I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of these. And this, this is the sort of stuff that I'd be waiting for before I go out and get a watch, actually. However... Yeah. However, I'm not going to spend $200 um, for mm. this particular device and then subscribe to $100 a year. Uh, so, uh, yeah, perhaps not quite yet. Is it uh, prime time ready? 
Do we ever think <laughs> that there will be a Apple Watch strap that literally just has speakers built in for all those kids that like to go around with their headphones tuned up too loud so they can be extra stupid, bloody annoying? Yeah, but the sound it'll be putting out is... <laughs> Which is still better than someone ramping up their headphones too high. <laughs> it's the same sound. <laughs> Uh, what was it? Uh, you could have a. Uh, has anyone done an app for that? Um, like headphone Probably. emulator? No, you too can just emulate the noise of your headphones being turned up to be too loud to annoy everyone on the train. This it, it, this feels very <laughs> much like the MyMac show where I have to kind of keep guy on song. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I might have been a bit dazed and confused, thinking that it was guy coming on saying not gals. <laughs> Maybe I was so mentally prepared for a gas fest. It was like, <laughs> I'm going to have him on for the Christmas oh. show and it'll just be, Gaz, I'm pressing record. I'm drinking. Let's just see where we go. Have us both on. That'll do it. <laughs> oh, yes. We need to do a crossover show. Um, yeah, I'd quite like the sound of the next story. Oh, go on then. Seamlessly take us into that one. Let's see if you can beat one of my links. This is not, there's no linkage here at all. Straight into I, it. Amazon I, Prime video app for Apple TV mm. beta testing. Oh, uh, you see, no, you're wrong I, because I, there I is think... a link. Because when I like to chill out and bring my heart rate down, I like to chill out and watch a bit of TV. And speaking of TV, Amazon Prime video app is coming out, hopefully. No, but I don't watch Amazon because I haven't got Amazon Prime. So it's not right. good to me at all. But... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, what a waste of a link. <laughs> But I Are think we sure this I isn't a Christmas that. special already? <laughs> I am, however, looking forward to it. So yes. I'm glad to hear that they are actually, because it was like they announced it and then it's like, well, what's happened to it? It's, yeah, we've been here I before, think, though. We, there was a, I think that's the story that everybody really wants to hear about, though, isn't it? Why? Why is it taken so long? Well, we have been yeah. here before because it was earlier on this year that we were touted that there was going to be um, uh, an Apple TV app. It was like the perpetual story that every January for the last couple of years, uh, and I blogged about this, like, Netflix will allow downloads this year. Nothing happens. Netflix will allow downloads this year. And it kept coming up every January until it, it just eventually happened. It's a lot like your man with the Apple TV. Oh, the analyst bloke. Come on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, what's his name? Oh, Earworm. You know the guy, uh, not Gruber, no. Oh, you know your man. Yeah, I know. I can see him. He's got a little goatee beard. That's the one. And he was like saying, every year Apple will make an Apple TV. Yeah, yeah. And then they didn't. And then we never heard from him again. Right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm still more interested in the reason why it hasn't come out. And this is rumour on rumour, though, isn't it? There's... There's supposedly a screenshot, so you could well be right, Mark, to be honest with you, because a couple of Reddit users, users mind, um, declared that uh, a couple of Amazon or uh, um, Amazon employees have access to the beta version of Prime Video, <laughs> and then they put out a basically a, an image with the Amazon logo on possibly yeah, Apple TV. I, I, yeah. So you could well be right. We could still be here in three months' time, and, um, yeah, we'd still be waiting for that particular app. Well, those who have got yeah. Prime, because it won't bother me either way. Yeah. <laughs> Simon and Pete, have either of you got uh, Amazon Prime in Netflix? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. And Amazon Prime. I've got a Samsung DVD player that's uh, – sorry, Blu-ray player that's got 
all the uh, streaming apps on it. So that's how I go through. I don't actually use my Apple TV very much at all. Because I've just found that Netflix is just my default. I, I don't know why. I, I try and go into Amazon uh, Prime to watch some video, but I just always end up going back to um, Netflix. The, re- the, the reason I, I went back to Netflix, um, because I, I had both. I had Amazon Prime for a short while. Well, I had it, I had it when it was offered so I could watch uh, the, the Grand Tour, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was, yes, I, I won't. Oh, that's for the after show. We'll do an after show about that. <laughs> um, and then, and then I decided, right. Well, I'll, I'll try and use it a little bit like Netflix. And there was a lot of similar movies to the Netflix uh, available. And then every movie I wanted to watch, I had to go and buy anyway or rent it. So I thought, mm. well, you know, I'm quite happy to do that through iTunes when it's available. And generally, the prices are very similar. Not always, not always, but often very similar. So I then got rid of Amazon Prime. I use Netflix on my iOS devices, on the Apple TV, and I use Apple TV all the time because we're we're always streaming. Well, we use iPlayer on it to do catch up, and mm-hmm. um, I'm always use, looking at my photos on there. That's uh, always flipping across the screen, uh, streaming. So. Yeah, I, I don't use the. I've got the Google. What's the Google device that you that they Chromecast. Chromecast? The Chromecast. Yeah, I've got one of those, but I rarely use that. Um, so yeah, I, I do use the Apple TV. I must admit, I'm still trying to find your man, and I can't remember what his name is, <laughs> and I'm completely sidetracked now until I find him. So oh, I could just say yes, yeah. guys. I agree with you. All You've made some D. very good all points thing, there. Look for all things D. Didn't he used to do that? He used to do all things D. He used to. Um, he was a, a presenter on there. He used oh. to do the interviews. What's his name? I, know, oh. I, can't, I can't think of his name. I, know, I can see his face. I can't remember his name. <laughs> anyway. Well, I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what. Let's. Uh, I'm going to jump forward to the in the news piece, uh, which was the UK lawsuit aims to win British iPhone users 1.35 billion from Google. Now, mm-hmm. the figures I've seen bandied about vary between that 1.35 and uh, double that, actually. Um, and and this is, in effect, a uh, this one's from the Telegraph, I think. Uh, Google could be forced to pay 2.7. Oh, no, it's not from the... No, it's not Walt Mossberg. Wow. it's from the telegraph although they've just put you're using an ad blocker on me on that so i should use a different one i'll use the digital trends or something instead but um basically it's the equivalent of a class action i forget what it's called representative suit or something yeah because as a Um, as a person you can't bring a lawsuit against a big corporation you have to mm. do it as part of a class action See, I've read something this week. Yeah. No, that's about it. So, over to you. This is to do with the fact that uh, Google uh, were gathering data from the Safari browser, and uh, apparently they shouldn't have been. And so, there is a claim, and uh, you don't have to do anything, apparently. If they win. You you will just have to prove that you had an iPhone and an Apple ID. Oh, yeah. better hope it's not one that works, Mark. Just an yeah. Apple ID. <laughs> I still can't log in. All it it doesn't do anything. It look look password. In fact, I'm going to live stream this in a minute. Put my password in. Sign in. Spinny, spinny, spinny. The thing is, just going back to your story, Simon. <laughs> um, no, my problems are bigger than this podcast. <laughs> We'll, we'll let you get to a point where you can give us some, you know, succinct information. 
God, blimey, he's got high hopes for this show, hasn't he? Blimey. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so, but I, yes. I, I heard that they said that something like this is going to affect 5 million people. Is that right? Yeah, something like that. Well, it's basically, yeah, 5.4 billion, million people. That's five, 500 pounds each would suit in a two yeah. point. That's it. Result in a 2.7 billion payout. Yeah. That's really, that's really going to happen, isn't it? Right. So if you all well, got your, 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 your information about the fact that you had an iPhone uh, and you were using um, Safari and, and had iCloud um, or an iCloud account back in 2011, 2012, because, yeah. Yeah, I don't know where I've got to go searching for that information. It might have been Walt Mossberg, well, by the way, but I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> I'm sure he was called Gene something. Gene, Gene Munster. That's Munster. him. You're talking about Gene. You're talking oh, about Gene Munster. That's him. <laughs> I'm so glad we got there in the end. Right. So, oh, what, where are we up to on the show it? notes? Really? <laughs> right, oh, show know. notes. Well, Gene anyway. Munster, and Gene Munster <laughs> will be in the show notes. Yeah. Right. What a picture! We're going to have a picture of Gene Munster. Well, for no we're going good to reason. we're going to try that it's forecasting this week. See if chapters will ever work. Probably not. <laughs> I came. Well, oh, I'm going to try and move on from not being. A, I'm going to have to reboot my Mac, and that means I'm going to lose about 15 days of my life. Could be worse. Could be on Windows. <laughs> if you want oh, to donate dear, to the Mark's First World Problems Fund, did you know you can do so by using our Amazon affiliate link? Clicking on that and buying anything will just help me put me on my misery. Yeah, let's all club together and buy Mark a new iPhone. And, and also, and I could be easily silenced. The more donations I get on Patreon, the less I'll talk. So it's kind of like a double winner there. Do a sponsored silence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, that'll be the Christmas Day special. An hour and a half of silence. Yeah. <laughs> well, perhaps you'll get a five star review for that. We might get a review. That'll be something. <laughs> well, that's true, yeah. The only feedback oh, I'm getting yeah. is when I turn up my headphones too loud. I've got me uh, Audio Hijack Pro wired up wrong. Oh. Anyway, um, so there is a UK lawsuit, and if they get, if they're successful and they get damages awarded, we might get some money. Yeah. Now, as you say, Gaz, you know, 500 quid, that seems a bit... Um, Mm. pie in the sky over enthusiastic but you know even if it it was a tenth of that would you say no to a 50 quid handout from google i never say say no to any money if i'm honest well exactly so you know at some point of course it could rumble on for years it could be that by the time it gets paid out we've completely forgotten about it yeah (laughs) if it's anything like the samsung or or the qualcomm affair it will you know in eight years time we'll be saying you never know i might get me tenner from google soon now we'll be get we'll be getting phone calls you know you know the ppi phone calls oh yeah yeah oh god yeah there's still time to claim did you you have a phone hello sir you've been in an accident you used your phone between these periods I've done that. When they called me up and said, oh, I've heard you being in an accident, I go, yes, help, my car's on fire, I've broken my leg, I I've only been able to answer my phone with Siri, please send help. And they always put down the phone on me. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> well, you know, you've got to give us something, give some excitement be, in their life. And it could be genuine as well. They don't know, do they? Exactly. No, they don't. They don't. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, what I should do is next uh, time they call me, I should just tell them about one of my standard work days, about how poorly I am, and see if they see how long I keep them on the phone for. 
<laughs> and it wouldn't be uh, so bad if they used decent voice over IP services either. It's the way they cut out and they sound like cyborgs. Oh. <laughs> He's having a right go, isn't he? Gene Munster, we got on there in the end. Are you, are you sure you've not been on the scrumpy? Oh, right. no, I was sober on Saturday night for the first time in about a decade. That's what my problem is. I'm doing this about a hangover. <laughs> he's not wrapped in the short christening shawl of a hangover to quote fish. Right. Uh, I mean, my, my, my life now consists of trying to work out how I cook a, uh, a beef joint in my slow cooker. I mean, I might as well go into a cooking show because we've already discussed shopping. So, uh, guys, I mean, how many of you there have a slow cooker? Do you use it? And how often do you use it, Pete? Uh, no, don't have a slow cooker. Guy. No, Gaz. <laughs> <laughs> I wish as well. I wish this was a running joke, but genuinely, it's a brain worm. Well, it's, yeah, it's a brain. It's even. It's all right. It's even John. better. <laughs> yeah, I can just. It's even it. better when he has when he has guy on. He calls him gay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we used to have a slow cooker. I think it is still in the cupboard. We haven't used it for a long time, but they are really good. And Simon, yep. over to you. Any slow cooking hints and I, tips? Because you do like to do a bit of cooking. Of God, course, this is I've what our show's become. Cooker. Jesus, I've got a slow cooker. Um, I haven't used it recently. A bit like gas. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, probably because I, I'm not organised enough to think about it up yes. front and give it yes. time to cook. So I tend yeah. to go, oh, well, it's time to cook. What have I got? Go in the kitchen, cook it. Yeah. Whereas yes. uh, a slow cooker, of course, is very, very good if yeah. you you have to plan. But you do have to plan. Um, you have to know what you're going to do. But if you live on your own, of course, it's a great thing because you put it all, have it, get it ready and then turn it on in the morning. And when you come home, you have nicely cooked food. So I'm a big supporter of low cookers. There you go. Apart from my food, which just all comes out tasteless. Everything I've cooked comes out tasteless. Well, no, no. I, I, are you sure you don't need checking? This, this is this has been my life. And I know this is going to be like you know Mark's whinge cast, but the other day <laughs> I was speaking to someone who's a bit of a cook, and he said, "Off, oh, it comes out bland. Salt, salt is your friend. Salt will mm-hmm. cure everything." So I went to Tesco and I bought some Saxo salt. And Saxo, you will all die because you get your salt. You shake it, and what happens? It's made of the flimsiest lid in the world, and the entire salt content <laughs> went into the thing. Now, me being me, I thought I could scrape it off, which I did. Uh, and it turns out that if you have a meal with too much salt, it instantly makes you vomit. <laughs> oh, dear. Dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. I really don't uh, know where I go next with this show. I mean, this is the pinnacle now, isn't it? We've had the mites of Porcophasis, Kelly. We've had Boinks. We've had Pixelmator. Now we're talking about slow cooking and being sick. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hang on a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who started that? I yeah, think you're fine. This is a collective that? show, isn't it? You know, we, we all take responsibility for our efforts on the oh, show. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. We're not, we're not going down the Margaret Thatcher collective responsibility <laughs> route. Sorry. No. Didn't work for her, and it's not working for you either. <laughs> God, this oh, this could be actually okay. the quickest podcast. Can we talk about something sensible? Can we yes. talk about something a bit more sensible? I've How got I've got a story here. Well, I haven't, but it's a bit of a thought. If you were a company supplying chips and uh, bits to Apple, you know, like the processors or screens or something like that, would you be worried? Because there was a story this week where Apple announced that they're going to be making their own power-saving chips, 
And I fortunately haven't got the story to hand, but this poor company who've been supplying Apple lost about 20% of their share price just based on the uh, announcement alone. Uh, that, that doesn't well, surprise me. That does not surprise me. And to be honest, I think you'll find the, if you are a supplier of uh, parts to Apple, you always have to watch your back. And that's just the commercial world because, you know, either somebody else might come and snatch the, uh, you know, the contract from you or Apple might decide to do it for themselves. Mm. And Apple, I think very much are, wherever possible, bringing the fabrication of components in-house. Apple Apple are famously, or they are famous for not wanting to be beholden to one company. And if you've got a business, and if you've got a business where you're putting all of your eggs in one basket, then, well, just watch out for when that company decides not to use you anymore. You you do be a bit careful, I think. That's that's business 101, isn't it? You know, do not. Do not rely on one um, yeah. one income stream. Otherwise, you're a, a you know one trick pony, and if something goes wrong, you're bust. It's a company called Dialog. That's Dialogue, the company. Yeah, Dialog Semiconductor. I'm just gonna. I just want to see what their share prices are. Uh, if I could yeah, type uh, thirty uh, thirty point four six euro. And what was it before yeah. the Apple announcement? Eighteen percent. Um, it lost. So well, at least it wasn't as bad as the Qualcomm thingy then, where they no. basically just jumped off a cliff. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm. yeah, but Complete. but they had—I mean, they had a bigger share dip back in uh, March. So something obviously happened there. So it's like it's, it seems like probably this is already another, planned. Uh, probably wait, another scare. Um, you know, Apple. Uh, oh, uh, yes. Apple have apparently announced that they might think about making their own power management chips. Well, I think they probably make quite a lot of them anyway. So, you know, um, I would why probably, would they not expand that? I would yeah. probably say that's probably been one of Apple's biggest achievements in the last five years is just how they've come on making their own chips. Yeah, I think that's so so impressive of how they've done it and all the advancements. And it and it does make you wonder: is like how are Apple managing to ramp up all the um, all the specs, all the speed, all the performance? And you've had people like Qualcomm and Broadcom who've been around for years and years and years, and their trajectory is just so much slower. Well, I think you've got you've got two things going on there, haven't you? You've got the fact that Apple are using basically a completely new architecture and then each time they're getting their their team to stand on the shoulders of the of the last chip and um as we talked about i don't know some shows back where there was an interview with the guy who you know is head of apple silicon team and they have recruited a team of you know absolutely the best silicon designers in the world because they can and therefore, if you get a very tight team of absolute top people in their field, why would you not be able to outpace everybody else? Just, yeah. But yeah. it's just how far they've outpaced them in such a short period of time from doing, you know, their first chip. And now you've got that uh, the fusion chip as well. And- well, I, th- I think part of that is because don't forget, they didn't have to start from ground zero, did they? These things were all built on on 
AMD, uh, you know, not AMD. Arm. Uh, Arm. They're all based on the Arm uh, designs. And Arm, of course, are top in their field and already were. So what you're doing is taking some people's, the work of people who are already very, you know, near the top of the game. And then saying, how can we refine this and we'll get the top team in the world on it and see how we can ramp it up even further? It's just, uh, it's like those people who take things like Lamborghinis or Porsches or whatever and then send them away to be made even more extremely ludicrous. <laughs> so they've proved to you us know? that they can uh, do things really efficiently and really quickly and really well. They just need to sp- Spread that love into other areas of the organisation to be able to do things exactly. really quickly. I think so. Well, I think so too. Well, it's, it's the Mac is the cracking example. Are we going to have a bit of a gentleman's bet, by the way? In Gaz, we'd never followed up on our bit trading thing. Don't think I've forgotten about that. <laughs> <laughs> How much? Ten? Was it ten pence or something? It was ten pounds. And ten on, pounds. oh, actually, that might be a bit rich for me now. We'll, we'll say a fiver, and who can lose the least amount of money out of a fiver? And there's 10p riding on it. We will discuss this later. Right. When do we think then, gentlemen's bet, the Apple have said that the uh, the new, I was it the iMac Pro or the iMac was going to be available this year? Do we think they're going to pull a December the 31st where they say, yes, you can order it now. So technically it's available, but you're not going to get it till April. No. No. I don't. The the iMac Pro, they kind of said, what did they say? I'm not sure they actually said specifically this year. And I know for the Mac Pro itself, they most specifically said not available 2017. So, was it the, it must have been the Mac new iMacs, then, isn't it? There's something that they said, something that they said, that's great research, isn't it? There's something coming the out. Where, Pro, that's yeah. the one. The iMac Pro, yeah. But will it make it this year? I don't know. And I'm not sure that they were ever particularly specific. Well, they said the iMac Pro was going to be available before the Mac Pro. But that's about it, as far as I recall. It, I don't, I think, I don't much think it will be released this year. They're, they're saying, I think, you know, that they're kind of hinting that it could well be in December, but I don't think it will be released this year. You could be right. I, I doubt that they will tell you that it's now going to be available, um, you know, they won't announce in December that it's available early next year. It'll either be here or it won't. They won't won't just make a statement at the end of the year, I don't think, on the 31st of December, like you said, and said it's going to be available in April. I think it'll either make it this year or it won't, and my betting is that it won't make it until 2018. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that one, to be honest, Jazz. I think if because if you were going to get it out, if you're not going to get it out in time for people to order it for Christmas, it, then you might. Why bother? Yeah, yeah. And, let, and let's yeah. be honest. Is is the iMac Pro a computer for you know a Christmas sale? No, probably not. No, not really. Not for average use. No. That's for sure. No. Again, it's uh, just a crying shame about Thunderbolt uh, docks and connectors mm. not being. Yeah. more affordable because i i yeah. five was it three four hundred dollars for a case to put a graphics card in ridiculous that's yeah. yeah that's like if it was for me if it was about 150 pounds that i could have uh basically an external PCIe <sighs> sort are you right there simon 
I think that'll be an edit point then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought I'd muted it. No, no, no. Uh, no. We we yeah, we had full mucus there. We, we've actually already called the ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> well, so are you telling me this? Does this not work? Yes, that worked. That worked. Oh, I must have just been too late clicking it. Then. <laughs> Bloody hell. Sorry. I'm, I'm not even going to, there's not even going to be an edit point there. If I, I'm just going to send the show out as it is. Um, <laughs> what, was I, what was I on about? Oh, I don't Sorry, know. Try to, try to edit a ma- mask that one. Pro. Okay, come on. Let's, let's, where were um, we up, Pete? You're, you're the only one keeping this ship together now. He's yeah. <laughs> only yeah. been on the show twice and that's it. It's all on your shoulder. about 150 quid for a Thunderbolt. Yeah, cap. if it had been 150 pounds for, uh, or dollars for a external Thunderbolt doodah, that would have been fine because on Windows and PC laptops, there's a device you can get where if you whip out your Wi-Fi card, which is built in, which is a little uh, mini PCIe, I think it's called, you can slam in a connector that basically goes off to a dock that lets you put a full-on graphics card in there. And obviously you have to power the graphics card. And lo and behold, you've got an external graphics card working. But to do the same thing on a Mac is like, well, probably knocking on the door $500. So I'm thinking, if I want to play games, I'd just have to go and buy a PlayStation. Or an Xbox One, to be politically correct. Yeah. Or a yeah. Nintendo think, Switch. Yeah, you'd be better off just buying a dedicated games console, wouldn't you? And just... Um, I, th- I think so. Yeah. I think I'm, I've, I'm very much, uh, personally, of the thing that if you, if you want to play games, realistically, the best way to do it is buy yourself a decent console. Um, yeah. It yeah. just... Seems to make a lot more sense to me. I know there are those who are into the cutting edge gaming and online and Call of Duty and all that sort of thing who use the most ludicrously overramped PCs. But mm. I think for the rest of us, just your your Xbox or your PS4 is the best route. It really is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Although it might be, it would be nice to. Uh do a little bit of gaming on the Mac, but, you know, we can't have it all. We haven't been able to game for the blimmin' the last five years, so why is that going to change moving forward? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Apple's idea on gaming now is not on the Mac. It's on your iOS and, and iPad yeah. devices. That's yeah. where, the, you know, they don't, they don't worry about any gaming on the Macs. Yeah. No, that, that I don't is, think they do either. No. Which, I mean, uh, there, are, there are various games you can get, but, yeah, it's not the... Uh, it's... I think they gave up on gaming as a as a target a long time ago. Yeah. And I to some extent I don't blame them because the sort of access you need to hardware and whatnot to build uh, a really good <clears throat> sorry to build a really good gaming uh, box is not the sort of thing that Apple are interested in. Which is more the pity, one way, because we've got so many good developers. So, okay, one final thought experiment then. With Apple producing all their own silicon, they've already we've already heard the rumours about there's going to be an A10, maybe like a little small co-processor in the new iMac Pro. Hmm. Could we see a time that with Swift and Metal, that Apple will actually just produce their own Mac-specific graphics cards? Yeah, could be. That's a possibility. It's a possibility because it would be they, uh, they want to um, control everything in the Mac um, hardware wise. Then, yeah, that's um, they're making their own uh, main chips now, and then they're moving on power management chips, and yeah, graphics chips would be the next logical 
um, perhaps they just go and uh, hire some of the developers who are working for NVIDIA and the like, um, which is what they've done in the past. Well, uh, there's just... also... Yeah, sorry, Pete. There's also the fact, isn't there, that graphics cards have now become not about graphics, really. They do lots of other things. People are, you know, they're almost becoming the second CPU, aren't they? People are hiving off your machine learning and yeah. your all those sort of things, your natural language processing. These are all being hived off to what are described as uh, your graphics processors. Um, yeah, which makes sense, what they really. Are. They're, they're super high-speed number-crunching processors, aren't they? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, back back a bit like back in the ancient history of Macintosh, you used to get some machines had a maths coprocessor, mm-hmm. uh, which made them better at handling floating points and so on. And and it's the same thing. It's like, well, so yes, I could very much see Apple moving into building their own graphics uh, chips in time, because if they're going to use their neural networking and all the other stuff that they're using the, the graphics, uh, you know, hardware to do i could very much see them saying well we need to have this 100 percent under our control yeah yeah now that makes sense it would seem a very good way to go because if they're like you said you've all nailed it they're doing the software they're doing the hardware so and this little a10 sort of first dabble of integrating arm into an intel pc that's going to be an interesting one um i think that's about it i mean the well, only don't forget, Mark. I was going to say, don't forget that it, the um, the touch strip MacBooks mm. already have um, have a a small ARM processor in them. Oh yeah, that is a very That's good point. That, that touch strip is effectively running a version of iOS. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, the the touch strip on as I understand it, it runs yeah, on a right. it has its own it has its own dedicated ARM chip and it's running a version of iOS. Yeah. I believe mm. that's correct, is it not, yeah. Gaz? Yeah, I think it is, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And don't get Guy on and start talking to him about ARM uh Max because you'll you'll Oh no, you'll, no, don't go on a route you'll never get out of. <laughs> <laughs> he basically well, just wants a processor he can but... slam into anything and it'll all work, which I don't blame him. No, I've got one more story here, um, but it is really Project Rome, and it's about Microsoft. So I don't know if we want to have a look at that, but it was quite an interesting read. It's quite long, so maybe I'll just mention it, and anybody who's interested in following it could, uh, you know, take a look at the show notes and follow it. But basically, it, it's saying that Microsoft are making the cloud the new OS for everything. In other words, they've kind of begun to drop the you know windows as the hub of everything and because they messed up and missed out on mobile they're they're moving very much with azure and this project rome towards trying to whilst still be at the center of uh, of people's uh, computing experience they're aiming more to be to uh, tout ubiquitous computing uh, based on their cloud platforms which uh, is something that people have talked about quite a lot and it makes a yeah. lot of sense to me yeah 
Well, I think um, Google have done something similar with their Chrome OS, haven't they, and Chromebooks? Mm. But this is more of a this is more of a background um, platform, um, and it, I think the idea, from what I read of it, um, is the sort of things that we, you know, we we become becoming used to having. So handoff and continuity and uh, the Windows version of the same yeah. thing, where you yeah. can you know you can be writing a document on your on your phone and then sit down at your mac and pull up the exact same document and finish it off and so yeah. on um it, and but they're talking about here making this kind of cross-platform based on their cloud technology right that's uh, yeah. an interesting read it was yeah. a very yeah. interesting read. i love um, the first comment on it actually it says i can already see one massive flaw uh in this vision it will take just one trojan to propagate <laughs> through a user's entire <laughs> yeah. network of devices <laughs> well there is that of course there yeah. is that yes um well i I mean it's microsoft it'll be secure that's fine yeah (laughs) if ever there was a veiled well it was even a veiled job that was the one (laughs) yeah Uh, well i i remember many years ago a cartoon um which said uh uh, secure windows computing as imagined by microsoft and there's this you know castle with gates and turrets and and it's lovely and then it's like Microsoft's Windows secure computing in the real world, and there was a broken down house with the door hanging off the hinges and the windows all broken and the chimney askew. But <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, uh, nothing is secure. Um, Apple have proved nope. that. Nothing is perfect. Don't <laughs> no. you know? Sneer right. ye not. Yes. Sneer ye not. Absolutely. And you know what? On uh, the tale of the gloom and doom. Oh, let's go home. <laughs> <laughs> I won't lie. I'm done. I'm dying. I uh, I don't. Yeah. Um. Right. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys, for coming on. It's been entertaining, guy. Guys. Oh, front. Our guest from the My Mac podcast. Thank you very much for coming on. If people want to find who you are, where you are, and actually get your name right. Um. Oh, I've struggled with every guest I've had this year. Yeah, all I have to do is go onto the Twitter account and go um, twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. What? <laughs> you got that right, didn't you? <laughs> I'm nodding my head. <laughs> hey, there's a throwback. As is tips. <laughs> yeah, Gaz's tip is don't come on, don't yeah. come on the essential Apple podcast. Be retweeted on Twitter. This was an experience. Dot dot dot. <laughs> It's uh, so, been a pleasure. It's, it's been, been great exactly. having you on, uh, it, honestly. It has been a little bit like um, herding sheep, but I was doing that <laughs> on Friday anyway, so that's fine. Hey, was that organised? Oh. What are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Love it. Love it. Uh, and also, Suffolk Pete from our Slack chat room, thank you again for coming on this shambolic shambles of a shambolic show. If people want to find you, stalk you, have you got any of your social media thingies? Yeah, I'm just on Twitter at Suffolk Pete. Grant, thank you very much. Simon, if they want to follow you, how do people find out about yourself? Well, of course, I am at Serenak, and that's S-E-R-E-N-A-K, or I'm in the Slack room, and I post a bit on the Google+, and uh, that sort of thing, really. And uh, obviously, we have the website, essentialapple.com. 
which, which I you... have recently tidied up. Oh, I was about to say, you've done a lot of work on that, and uh, it's all starting to bear some fruit. And if you want to follow me, just to see if I can make it through another week of pain and misery and <laughs> destruction and... <laughs> uh, I'm starting to sound like Marvin. You can get me on the Twitter at Essential Apple, or if you want to follow me personally, it's at Ocean Speed. Of course, EssentialApple.com. We've got the Facebook group, the Google Plus, and all that sort of stuff. And don't forget, we've got a Slack chat room. And if you want to come in and when we're active on a Friday night, slash, or getting slightly um, inebriated, email us, tweet us, just get in touch with us and we will send you an invite for our Slack chat room. And until next week, if I'm still on this coil of this planet or this, I'm going home. Bye. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye-bye. Au revoir. We are part of the MyMac.com podcasting network, where you can find such excellent shows as Guy and Gaz on the MyMac show, Tim and David on The Tech Fan Show, The Three Geeky Ladies, The Geekiest Show Ever, uh, The Excellent Bart Bouchots with his Let's Talk, The Club Nintendo, and many, many more. There's always one who has to try and bring it up market, isn't there? There's always one that has a level of expectation to say, I'm going to try and be professional. Suffolk Pete. Yes. Um, I can't find you as a user on Twitter. I've just followed you. Ah, right. Good man. His username is not actually Suffolk Pete. Oh, no, it's Homeboy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I can't find you then. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Oh, hello, after show. (laughs) (laughs) That's because, yes, he doesn't. He's called Suffolk Pete on there. He shows up as Suffolk Pete, but that's not actually his username. Yeah. I thought they were interchangeable. I've got to say, I thought they'd been made interchangeable these days, but obviously not. I don't know. There are a lot of interesting homeboys. (laughs) No, homeboy. See, this is why I don't use homeboy, because people get it wrong. Yeah, it's uh, H-E-R-M-B-O-Y. Homeboy. (laughs) Oh, Charles, that's been very entertaining. I'm I'm sorry for the yeah. guests here that have just lost the uh you <laughs> lost an hour to this. I'm just I'm just sorry that you've lost the will to live, really. Oh, I'm so well. It's like honestly, way, I know you've started I this. I can tell you what's wrong with me. I've got high blood pressure. I've got the blood pressure of basically Jeff Capes of one forty over one twenty, so I should technically be dead. I've got an underactive thyroid, I've got sinusitis, and my sinusitis is infected. Right. Nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh Gaz, if you if you if you search for Suffolk Pete, uh if you use the website rather than probably the app, right. but if you put in Suffolk Pete, he will come up. And it's Hermboy H E R M B O Y. M Hermboy, right. Yeah. M for mother. Ah, there we are. I think I'm gonna go to the pub and buy uh Sunday lunch. I need to make sure that I uh Get into your slack room. Yes, yes, I, you do. Um, I'll send you an invitation. Good man. I'll do it now. I, I wouldn't be expecting any um, highbrow content. Just so you know, just in case you had any expectations after being on this podcast, you won't get any from me. <laughs> uh, oh, don't you? Which one are you? Uh, Gazmaz yeah. at mymac.com, Do you? 
Um, good. So, so Mark, I really do hope that you get your iCloud sorted. Yeah. I'm going to try yeah. one more time. Why don't you? Why don't you use my account? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there will probably be things now I'd never unsee. <laughs> right, iCloud. Invitation away. That sounded like um, you know you just fired a weapon at me or something. Yeah. Torpedo running. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Torpedo Boom. number one away, Captain. Boom. Well, you you know you join our Slack. Why? Why are torpedo. you doing this? Don't don't give me hope. Stop spinning the bloody wheel. I don't want to think, oh, look, it's working. Oh, there's a spinny ball. I know what I'll do. I'm going to get your hopes up just to dash them on the floor and kick them when they're down and then take your hopes, ground them into blooming brick dust and put it in a rocket and shoot into the heart of the sun. Surely, have you got your watch on? Because it should be going your heart rate. I don't know. Is the watch going to work now? Who knows? I mean, bloody hell. Outside the safe range. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Outside the safe range. I'm going to live incredibly. I'm gonna go and have some cake. Because why not? Because that'll really help. Well, (laughs) it'll it'll be less stressful. God just sits there and mocks me by spinning. It's like, oh look, look at me reaching out to the sun. No, you're gonna have. I'm going to start from scratch. Oh, dear. Oh, I've really enjoyed today. <laughs> <laughs> Until you came on the show. No, no. Well, someone asked him. In the highlight. Well, it won't be as crazy. It won't be as much fun next week because we've got, um, uh, was it uh, thingy, thingy from Shirt Pocket? Uh, what's his name? Dave, David Namian, is it? I can't remember now. Anyway, that'll be good. Oh, right, right, yes. gentlemen. Oh, oh, oh. I'm gonna go for anything else goes wrong, and this is just one of those times where it's like, you know what? Just walk away from the keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Okay. okay. Right. Okay. Cheers, guys. Ta-da. Thanks for the invite. Cheers. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh.